Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 47 of the Scotty Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. What a week. What a week. What a week. What a month. What a month. Uh, this is our last night in Copenhagen. For those of you on Facebook Live, you can see us. It's still light outside. Um, our flight's at 4.30 a.m. Uh, so we're going to bed. But the pod will go on. Yeah. And really, this episode is about you guys. Just kidding. It's about our trip to Italy. And it's our, about our last week in Copenhagen. And if you missed our last two pods, they're really good because we talked about Noma and we talked about Austria Francescana, which are two of the best restaurants in the world. So go back and listen to that. We're not going to be talking about those on this pod. Um, we're just going to be talking about some other magical things. So where do you want to start? Let's start with La Giostra. Ah, Laura. Ah, Laura. We're uh, going to bring a Laura to the U.S. Yeah. It's so, an Italian that just... I think we should start before that. Okay. So what have I been saying for... Alora. Since we met four years ago about gelato in America. Jason says you'll never eat gelato again once you eat gelato in Italy. Yeah. And... Uh, That's what he says. Tell the people. It's true. I mean, I will eat ice cream again, but no more gelato. Yeah, like... We won't go back to Vidavi in Park Road Shopping Center ever again. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that place, but okay. you just <laughs> it's just it's a whole different ball game. And we tried a bunch of them and what was your favorite place, which was Jason's mine. favorite place, which is Vivoli. Yeah. So I if you listen to episode four, I briefly mm-hmm. switched on onto La Carrera. Carrera. Isn't it? That's no. all you've been saying. Well, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Because they have, they do have the best chocolate fondente, but overall, Vivoli is better. Yeah, hands down, definitely. And like anybody who says like Perche No or one of these other places in Florence is good, don't listen to them. No. If they, if you go into a place and it is stacked, if the gelato is stacked above the rim, like not good. If they put a, if they put a uh, fruit, if it's like you know, an orange flavor, a lemon flavor, and they have a lemon sitting on the top, avoid. Avoid. It should be, it should look like. It should be deep under in the well. And if it's a color that's like too bright, doesn't look natural, avoid. Basically, just go straight to Vivoli and you can bypass some others. That's the thing. <laughs> Yvonne's helping out for our blind listeners. Or our deaf listeners. Um, I bet we have a lot of deaf listeners. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're actually our number one fans. Yeah, I bet. All right, so let's talk about La Giostra. We had talked about this on episode four as well, but for our new listeners. So our last night in Florence, we had a very romantic state so dinner. I so wanted, if you're in Florence and you want something really romantic. Yeah, and it's pretty world famous. Like you walk in there, there's pictures of all these famous people. And I wanted to take Yvonne to Florence and show her the highlights because I studied abroad there and I wanted her to, like, you know, get a sense of how it was when I was there. What Jason was like when he was 21. Yeah. He was 20, turned 21 there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy. Yeah. And I showed her the bar where I got blackout drunk on my 21st birthday and sang karaoke to the Backstreet Boys. Classy place. Backstreet Bat. All right. All right. Um, So La Giostra is, like... It's not the best restaurant in Florence, but it's like a classic that you can go back there 10 years from now, 20 years from now. The food is going to be consistent. It's going to be exactly what you remember. And it's just really solid, good food. So, yeah. so just tell the people the vibe when you walk in there. 
Well, there's all these little twinkly lights everywhere, which we were saying could easily have been cheesy, but it wasn't cheesy at all. It was actually really romantic. Yeah, they're nice. like Christmas lights, but it, in most places you'd see that and you'd be like, this is kitschy as shit. And they gave you a lot of freebies, which Jason said is pretty typical in yeah. Italy, but they gave freebies. free glass of champagne, Yeah, uh, free limoncello at the end, free appetizer plate. So Yeah. And... Uh, so we got some pastas, which were, or we got a pasta, which was delicious. Yeah, pear and gorgonzola. Which they're known for. And then we did the bistecca Fiorentina. So Florence is Beast not a steak. typical pasta place. It is no. typical beans and meat because obviously cows, leather, big, big in Tuscany. It's not. It's not a big pasta place, which I didn't know. So I mean, they have it, but it's not what they're known for. And if you're walking around Florence at any time, you'll see like these pieces of meat. In the windows. They just hang it, there. Because they want to show you, like, okay, you can eat this meat tonight. So we got a three-pound piece of meat between us two, which was way too much. We didn't finish We it. ate about half that, and we thought we were going to die. Yeah. Uh, but it's so good. It is so hot in our place, by the way. You guys, we've been living without air conditioning for a long time. Yeah, um... Biggest thing we miss about America is the air conditioning. Jason misses ice in his drinks, unsweetened iced tea, and air yeah. conditioning. Well, better. Um, so the steak, and then tell them about the tiramisu, su, 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 And I was like, I don't think we need to get tiramisu because we're going to go get gelato. But Jason insisted, and he was right. It was like a cloud of mascarpone. Yeah, it's just like they just plop it on the plate. It's so like fluid, cloud like. Soft, so good. It's the best tiramisu in the world, hands down. I've never had better tiramisu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was right. really good there. So if you're there and it's like a good place, if you're maybe with your family or like I said, a date, it's a really nice place. Is there anything else you want to say about Florence? No. Okay. <laughs> Florence is over. All right. So then we went to Sicily and, uh, I will say this. I will never go back to Sicily in July again. It was 95 degrees. No, not a lot of people place up air conditioning. It's just, it's not the time to go. Sicily is a very magical place. I felt like it was very magical. What's nice about it is it's not touristy. No. Like you go, like Florence was like freaking jam packed with tourists. And everybody speaks English. Not everybody speaks English in Sicily. Yeah. So I mean, you have to know. Uh, I mean, a lot of people do, but not a, not at every business you go to. Yeah. So, and we went there for one reason and one reason alone. Tell the people why we wanted to go there. We went there for Cafe Sicilia, which is on season four, episode two of the Netflix show Chef's Table. So you need to watch that if you haven't. So. The man, Coronado Asado? Yeah, Asado. So Asado, he makes Granita. We're sitting there at Zami's place, Zan and Tamara, in Rock Hill, and we're talking about our trip. And he's like, have you seen episode two of Chef's Table? We've been to this place in Noto, Sicily, and it's delicious. And I was like, no, I haven't. I'll have to check it out. We watched it, and like the very first minute... They show this almond granita, and I was like, we're going there. He booked a plane ticket that night. 
What's a plane ticket that night on so the shittiest European airline? We're checking into our Airbnb or our bed and breakfast, and the guy was like, "Oh, and there's a really good bakery here called Cafe yeah, Sicilia." Like, I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, "This guy doesn't even know that that's the reason why we're in his yeah. bed and breakfast." It's yeah, the and then we met these Italians, and they're like, "Why did you come to Noto?" And we're like, "Cafe Sicilia." And they're like, "Oh, chef's tip, allora." <laughs> yeah, they like they got it. They like so. Too. Let's just. How many times did we go to Cafe Sicilia? So Noto's like. There's not a whole lot to do in it. It's like literally one street. It's like going to downtown. Yeah, there's like one street. It's like going to downtown Fort Mill. Fort Mill had a cathedral. And there's a lot of, you can do a lot of day trips from there. So it's not a bad yeah, place to Yeah, but you can literally be. see the ocean. Lots of good beaches there's around. A lot of good Syracuse beaches. is really close. Yeah, and a lot of yeah, good historic, um, you know, some Greek ruins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we were there for Cafe Sicilia. So how many times did we go there? And so we, we were there for, and it was closed on Monday. So we were there. Saturday, half Saturday night, Sunday, close on Monday and Tuesday. How many times did we go? Well, one, two, three, we went four times. No, we went five times. We went five times? Yeah, we went five times. We're monsters. Yeah, we went five times. And by the end, the guys, there was two main guys that were working there. And two of they, the servers. And he winked at us, so they were like, welcome back. They like, yeah. knew us, yeah. which and was awesome. When we were leaving, Jason was like, we're going home now, I promise. And the guy looked, and he was like, I don't believe you. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go over it. So what's really cool about this place is it's like, you know, it was busy, but it wasn't like you had to wait in line for anything. Like, it was just, it was like walking into a traditional Italian pastry shop. But At just, the most, you might have had to wait for a table inside. The for tables like two inside. minutes, yeah, and but like it, it was the best, just the best. Everything in there was amazing. It's all made natural ingredients, so like it wasn't that sweet. So no. like you're used to going into these Italian places and they're super sweet. This was, and so we had some chill. granita in Florence, some almond granita, and that was made with an almond syrup. So basically, yeah. just the way you would make an Italian ice, right? Like syrup over crushed ice. Um, this they blend the ice with almond milk like slightly sweetened almond milk um so it's just they milk themselves they milk the almonds themselves yeah it's just this like it's a cream color it's very natural and so their traditional breakfast there is a granita with a brioche and they make the brioche fresh every morning and it's the best combination jason never had it with the brioche no the first we tried it but you're supposed to dip the brioche in the listen that almond granita was the best thing and I could have eaten just pounds because it's not it's it's very refreshing. It's not that uh, heavy. It's just it's just like very very refreshing and just delicious. And then they're known for something in in Sicily. No, but, so they don't just have almond granita though. They have six different flavors. They have apricot, wild cherry, sour cherry. They have um, black mulberry. Yeah, yeah. I think it was blackberry. No, black mulberry. Black mulberry. Excuse me. Um, cappuccino, and they have uh, yeah almond granita, and then they have they mix the cappuccino and the almond granita a little bit. Yeah. Um, I will say that I I like the sour cherry. Was not a big fan of the mulberry. Um, I got the apricot. It was just okay. Honestly, if you're going there, we yeah. tried them all for you. You really just need to get the almond. Yeah, for sure. We wanted to try them all just because you can get a sampler where you get three. Yeah. So we did that a couple times, so it was easy, but the almond one. For sure. Every time. Now, what else um, 
Well, also, city right there. Sicily is known for something called a casada. Casada. Or it's like casita, some places call it, but it's um, a sponge cake filled with ricotta and wrapped in marzipan. Yeah, that was really good. And it was really close second to the granita. Take me to we church. We really liked that. Um, what else? Did I would we get say there? my favorite thing other than the, than the granita was the Bianco Mangiare, mm. which was basically a white panna cotta that was made with almonds. So it was almond flavored panna cotta. Mm-hmm. And it was, I just can't describe these desserts because it was, they don't add that much sugar to it. So it's not very sweet. It's just, you get the flavor of the fruits or the nuts. So you just got like a very intense almond flavor in this beautiful panna cotta. And not only did they have a, they had a, a white one, but they also had kind of a brown one that was made with the skins. And that one was very good as well. The almonds there are exceptional. We tried there's some plain almonds and they really, they're basically like if you've had Marcona almonds, which are um, French, I think, but very, very similar to that. They're very, um, but these are like no doses. Very sweet and smooth, but yeah, they're known for their almonds. I hear it. And they really taste different. They really do. Um, Yeah. The, the almonds there are, they're just the best. And not only just the almonds, the lemon. Oh, they have lemon granita, too. That's the oh, other yeah. one. We forgot about that. That one was actually very, uh, very the refreshing, lemon, Yeah. I think, the, I think the lemon's really popular. Like, yeah. I think people mostly get Well, he lemon says on the chef's table, you either are a lemon person or you're an almond person. I guess I know what we are. It's like a boob guy or an ass guy. What are you? I'm an almond guy. <laughs> for sure. Like, I like the lemon, but I will well, I meant the boobs or the ass. Oh, I'm neither. You're a brain man. Yeah, I'm a brain man. He likes me for my mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so yeah would you recommend was, going to Sicily? Oh, yeah. I would not go in July. Too hot. I would go um, I would go in October, November. I think that's the best time to go. We use that as we, – so we've been walking a lot this trip, as in at least 10 miles every day. Like, that's the bare minimum. And we used Sicily as an opportunity to slow down a little bit. But it was impossible to walk that much. It was, it was like, you couldn't, it was so hot. you couldn't walk outside. So we did like a beach day and relaxed. And then actually a couple times we just chilled in the hotel room because we were pretty tired. Yeah. Um, Florence, I mean, Copenhagen's a lot of walking and then Florence was so much But walking. Italians in general consider Sicily to have the best food in all of Italy. So not only are these pastries the best, like they have the best, um, we went to a beach resort one day, and Jason had pasta, and I had a salad. And it was, like, one of the best meals of the trip, and it was just at some Yeah, it was, resort at, it was at, like, a gas food. station. Yeah, like, I mean, the salad was so fresh. Like, going to the put, QT. You know, olive oil, like, from from there on it, and, yeah. you know. Uh, and the pasta, like, the pasta. The pasta, the so red good. wine. Like, I mean, it's crazy. Like, the wine at home gives me a headache, and yeah, really none of the wine we've had here gives me a headache. So it's just such good quality. Everything's yeah. so good. I would definitely recommend going to Sicily. It's good. In the I, winter. I would I would do a whole week and I would kind of start in Palermo and kind of go down to Catania like and, and kind of go through Noda. But yeah, it's totally worth it. Palermo's there. like a three-hour car ride. Yeah. So if you want to, like Palermo's the biggest city. So And you basically have to rent a car there. So we did. It's easy to drive there. It's not a big deal. Not a lot of traffic. Yeah. it's And what I love there is they have like the toll road. But they just decided, like, yeah, we're not going to charge people tolls. Yeah. So it's like the you just go through the thing. Yeah. Don't say the mafia. 
Um, yeah, so go visit Sicily. Hello, that. All right, let's turn our attention back to Copenhagen. Back to Copenhagen, our favorite place. Um, so you see Jason did these drawings on the back wall for our Facebook. <laughs> this is our Airbnb. Um, yeah, yeah, I did some drawings for everybody. Not really, but I think the, I was- uh, So what's cool about Copenhagen? I mean, Copenhagen is... What isn't cool about Copenhagen? True. The Copenhagen is a food city, 100%. Um, every, like, the more we're here and the more I'm, like, doing research on Copenhagen, it's, like, basically in Europe, it's Paris, it's London, and it's Copenhagen, as far as, like, the cities. Yeah. That, where, like, stuff is happening right now. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's stuff in, like, Barcelona, Madrid, and the bat like, San Sebastian, there's always stuff happening there, but, like, for Copenhagen, which is, you know, a Nordic country, there's 600,000 people that live in Copenhagen, 5 million in the whole country of Denmark. For there to be such a concentration of good food here is pretty amazing. Obviously, it all stems from Noma and Rene Redzepi. And when we went to Noma, what was awesome was they have created a map of the places to eat. We were going to cherish this map forever. And it is spot on. It's not like, you know... It's not like these are the tourist places to go. Like it says, no. like this is the legit places. There are places that like tourists cocktails. Hit. Yeah, yeah. And we've tried to hit pretty much all of them, and every one of them has been amazing. So we want to talk about a couple of them. First one we want to talk about is Sanchez. Yeah. So Sanchez is all the rage right now. So this is um, Rosario Sanchez. Rosio. 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 She um, she used to be the pastry. So. She's been patient stuff at Noma. So you'll see a theme here, which is basically like all these offshoots from Noma. Like Noma is the queen bee, and there's all these offshoots, and they're like thriving in Copenhagen and around the world. Um, so she opened up, first she opened up these taco stands, which are called Hija de Sanchez, and they basically serve tacos um, and paletas, which are popsicles and quesadillas. And I've gotten the quesadilla and they make their own so she imports the corn from Mexico and makes her own tortillas and they're so good and I've gotten that quesadilla at, these, at this place a lot I mean maybe 10 times it's so good and they make their own salsa it's just it's so amazing and then in December she opened up her own sit down restaurant just called Sanchez and we went there this week and so they have an a la carte menu and they have a five course tasting menu we did the five course tasting menu and it was, like, so good and so, like, unique. Like, when you think of Mexican food in the U.S., you're thinking more of Tex-Mex, like burritos, tacos. It wasn't like this here. Like, what did we start off with there? Actually, we started off with with an oyster. Yeah, so she gave us an oyster. They have really good oysters here. And really big oysters. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has a... Uh, like they should put a habanero sauce on top and something like a else. light chili sauce. Yeah. yeah. And what a great Citrus. first bite. Yeah. And then when we get up to that. An aqua chile, which is yeah. pretty much like a ceviche. This was really good. So it's raw fish and it's in some, you know, it was raw fish, juice. fresh berries in a citrus juice, but it was also mixed with habanero. So it was like, the guy kind of described this right on the edge of being too spicy. And it had gooseberries, which so, are my favorite thing. So it, w- it was very spicy. Also called golden berries, like fresh golden berries, which I love. Yeah. It was 
that was probably the outstanding dish for me because it was I'd never had anything like that. Yeah, that was my favorite too, probably except for the dessert. Yeah, and then um, then they made a tamale. Yeah. Well, first was the it was like a little corn. It was like a little taco covered in a black bean sauce. Oh yeah, that was really good too because basically every bite was slightly different because you got either all the bean or you got all this little like. I don't know what you would call that little corn thing. It's yes. basically what you've been getting at the market. Yeah, a little taco. It was just a little cheese-filled taco, and yeah. it was covered in black bean sauce. And then we got... Uh, a tamale. Tamale, which which Rosio brought out herself. Yes, which and she really was in cool. there serving everybody. And it's normally made with um, you know corn and lard, but this one was made with corn and... Was it mushrooms? Yeah, mushrooms. Yeah. So, I thought it was very cool, too, that it was such a laid-back restaurant. Like, she's, I wouldn't say, you know, she's not super famous, but she was on Ugly Delicious. Like, she's pretty, I mean, she's got... Pretty well-known. She's pretty well-known, and she's just, like, chilling out there, and she's bringing, she at least delivered one dish to every table. Yeah, so she, she was this. checking people in. Like, yeah. I mean, it's crazy to see a chef so hands-on, yeah. even when the restaurant is not well-known. I mean, yeah. most of the time, chefs just hide in the kitchen, I feel like. Yeah, it's so, so, so nice. Um, I loved the tamale. Loved it. And then uh, the last thing we got was the taco. And then, well, and then we ordered a side paletta. And this paletta, it was licorice and cream. Covered and, in chocolate. And tell the people... Just tell the people. I mean, we love licorice, and we're talking about black licorice, not red Twizzlers licorice. So, um, you know, I don't know if this is up your alley, um, but if you love licorice, the Nordic area is the place for you. So this one was, yeah, like licorice um, soft serve, um, and then covered so it's like in a chocolate. salty. And then it was covered with this raw licorice, too. So. Yeah. It was so good. So good. Yeah, they love their licorice here. It's actually from Iceland. Mm-hmm. Um, they took it from Iceland. It's made from... No, the, it's from Finland. No, it's from Iceland. That's what Lacardis says. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty they sure. said they invented it when we were in Finland. Well, I guess maybe there's some disagreement in the Nordic yeah. countries Yeah. about who brought the licorice party. So, there's some dispute. It's, it's from up here, though. And it's good. Yeah, we really like the paletta. And then we had this little churro that was covered with um, an orange custard. It was really good, but I would probably just stick to the palettas. Yeah. So, no, actually, I really like that because they, um, they made an ice cream made out of mezcal. Yeah, that was, it was good. I also had a mezcal flight there. That was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little tip. Ivan, we're from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Ivan. We're in Copenhagen now. Uh so Sanchez, definitely if you come to Copenhagen, it got voted best new restaurant in Copenhagen in 2018, which is pretty big deal. So if you're here, come um, check it out. All right, let's let's talk about our next experience. So Noma has two offshoot restaurants that they actually own. One is Bar, and one is 108. And we actually went to both of them on the same day. We were told to go to Bar from multiple people just to get the schnitzel. That's like their famous thing there. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about bar. Yeah. So 
bar is where Noma used to be. Yeah, so it's in the building that Noma and used to be. And it's right in this great place. It's right um, on the harbor uh, where all the people like to jump in the Baltic. And it's right by an outdoor food hall, which is also owned by Noma. Um, and it's just a really great space. Yeah, they so. have a small menu. Everything's very, very simple. Like they had a tartare or they had... Um, but it's more homey, like dense stuff. Like they had schnitzel. It's a lot of meat. And most of the other they had restaurants... They a hot mackerel dip. Yeah, like 108 and Noma are like not meat at all. They have this new dish where it's served in a, an open crab and it's crab meat and it's served with two brown waffles. That looked really good. Yeah. The best thing about here, though, is that all of your meals are served with the best sourdough bread and the best butter and sometimes lard, too. Um, and that's really the best part about yeah. eating here. You could um, just be happy with the bread. And, and here you got the sourdough, but you also got the traditional rye bread. So that's the best of both worlds, really. Yeah. And they give you the lard they gave you to smear on this thing. Mm-hmm. That was the best lard we had. So good. They put like little nuts and spices in there. So good. Um, the snixel was delicious. So they brought out the snixel and they put this sauce on it. And then they leave the sauce on the side so you can put more. And they have gooseberries in the sauce. Yeah. And they have horseradish, a horseradish cream, which fresh horseradish and peas that you put on top too. So good. Um, in general, like most places where we go here, not meat forward. So it was nice to have like full-on meat experience i've actually um, been craving meat a lot because yeah. we don't we haven't, we haven't had, had like tonight we more. had a big ass hamburger mm-hmm. from gasoline grill which you definitely need to check out yeah. if you come here um so good yeah but this this schnitzel was the best i would say like you can have a full meal here but i would say don't get the full meal just go there for lunch they're open for lunch on saturdays and sunday or fridays and saturdays and just go in there have a have a beer have a schnitzel um, and then walk next door to 108. Yeah, so there. we went to 108 on our last visit, um, and they were actually voted number 98 on the best restaurant list. Yeah, um, so take for that what that is. But we didn't really like it the first time. Yeah, we we were like we were pretty disappointed. pretty disappointed because it was no moan, and we're like it's going to be amazing and. They served us literally a dish of flowers, and it was almost unedible. And they also had this dish, and it's been all over Instagram, but it's, you know, it's courgettes, which is, it's like zucchini or um, Yeah, it looks super pretty, but, but they it put just it like wasn't. in like a spiral. So it's like all these, you know, all these vegetables in a spiral, and it tasted bitter and awful. Yeah. So, like, all the dishes are super pretty. Like, last time, actually, when we went to Mass, which we're going to talk about in a second, the waiter was like, yeah, it's all about Instagram at Winterly, which I kind of agree with him. Like, it's very pretty, but the food did not live up to expectations. This time, though... They had changed the menu. They changed so the menu. So maybe they had heard some of this feedback from others. And I don't think they had a tasting menu last time, either. It, it was just a la carte. Yeah, I think This so. time they had a tasting menu, which we didn't do. We did a la carte. But they, last time they had small plates and large plates. This time they only had small plates. And it was very good. It, it had improved dramatically from last time. We actually went on their two-year anniversary, which was random, too. So what was your favorite thing that we had there at 108? Hmm. I guess my favorite thing um, was probably the dessert. <laughs> yeah. So they had a berry sorbet that was covered in black currant discs, 
and then they poured um, a white cream sauce on top of the sorbet, and it's made the sorbet sort of fluff up. It was like one of those like magic sponges, where it's like whoosh. Yeah, what was really oh good God. about that is it had an intense current flavor. Yeah. Like you bit into it and it was like, bam, I got that black current in me. And they also had really good customer service. They said, welcome back. They remembered that we had been there. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. So they gave us, when we got in there, they just gave us uh, a um, champagne. Mm-hmm. Champagne. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing there. I actually really liked the salad that you got. Oh, yeah. That initial salad, which so, was, it had a sorbet of, what was a sorbet made out of? Something. It had a sorbet in the middle, which was really good. Yeah, so it was all these greens and herbs that you ate with the sorbet, which was really crazy. Yeah, and then they had raw goat tartare. Goat tartare. And uh, that was, at said it was plated so pretty. They put all these fresh pit flower so it's kind of like Noma they have their own garden where they pick everything daily uh, so good I, I, there wasn't really a miss on this um, on the new 108 menu so I really liked it if you're um, if you're in Copenhagen and you can't get to Noma because you know it's hard to get in there 108 is a pretty it's Noma light 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 Five steps down. But you get kind of a feel. Like, all the service, actually, at Bar and 108, it's very similar to Nova. Like, excellent service. Everyone's super friendly. They're kind of wearing the same stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get that feel there. But it's obviously nothing Nothing compares to Nova. Nova's the best. But Yeah, someone asked us. We got a, a DM where someone said, oh, we're going to Copenhagen in September, and we're trying, and we can't get into Nova. Yeah, you're not going to be able to get into Yeah, well, they're like, do you have any pool? It's like, <laughs> no, we don't have any pool anywhere. No. We can get you um, into, we can get you a Bojangles biscuit. Yeah, maybe. If Allie, <laughs> maybe. If Allie hooks us up, but that's yeah, the only way. That's it. Um, but I told this person, I said, you know, if you can't get into Noma, which, let's be honest, we know she can't unless she's really famous and I don't know about it. Um, a mass. No, well, do put yourself on the wait list because relay. if you're there for a week, like, you can get lucky. Like, they could have something. And I would just, like, call and just oh, go over there. That. For sure. Okay. Because um, they always, like, stuff. They're always holding tables for special people and stuff. They always mm-hmm. have a couple. The special people might not show up. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. So, so, Amass is the other good restaurant that I said I would recommend. And uh, we really, so we went there in our, on our last visit, too, in September. Um yeah, so this is run by another Noma alumni, which is uh, Matthew Orlando. And he's actually known for his fried chicken, and he only does fried chicken a couple times a year. And he actually did it. They had their five-year anniversary last week, and we were in Italy, and they were serving these fried chicken sandwiches, and they sold out. Like, they had a line. and If you're known for your out. fried chicken, you should do it more often. Yeah. But I, so That's what I'd say. This is, of all the restaurants we've been to, has... The coolest, like, it's in like vibe. a warehouse, and so it's in this place. It's like this peninsula up in North Copenhagen called Riffelschein. Am I saying wow, that? Wow, right? that's so good. We'll have Ivan tell us Riffelschein, Riffelschein. So it's like this very industrial area. Um, there's actually a, a power plant um, that you can see from Noma. That's like in the area where Amass is, um, and it's lots of warehouses and very industrial. Um, but and so you kind of have to walk it's all by itself 
Um, but then when you get in there, they've really used the warehouse space to their advantage and they paint huge murals all over the walls and they change the murals. Yes, very they do often. street art like graffiti and they change it. I think and they change it all the time. Twice a year, a couple times a year. It's a very clean space. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's huge. Yeah, and it's just like, it has a cool vibe. They're playing like trendy music. Like, it's really hip, fun place. Yeah, it feels it's not like, serious at all. No, no. You feel like you can talk in there. I love being in there. And last night we, I had a couple of cocktails. We got a little lit. I enjoyed it. Lit. Like we, we had fun. Yeah, I, I had fun. The um, would you say that the potato bread? Yeah. Best so bread. the best thing they have, they ferment potatoes and they make potato bread out of that. And it's basically it tastes a lot like sourdough. It's very tangy like that. Only it's more dense. It's very thick and dense. Um, they grill it. And then they grill it. And it is so good. And then they so brought out this, they brought out this, uh, it was, what was the sauce made out of? It was the leaves of Fava beans. beans? Yeah, fava beans. Fava bean leaves. That sauce was so good. Um, this bread is amazing. So what we did this time, we didn't do the full tasting menu. So they have, like, if you can't get a reservation, which... They're pretty sold out, but you can normally get it a couple of days ahead of time. You can't. They have actually six tables or six chairs that are on by a window that you can get the full tasting menu, or you can sit at the bar and just get a couple dishes. You can order a la carte. So we like we were basically out of money at this point of the trip, and we're like, okay, we're just gonna go a la carte. So money is gone. So they have basically the highlights of the actual menu. So we got um, so we got the bread. We got this lovely like little pea thing. And then the highlight for me, which is one of the best dishes I've had in Copenhagen, it was chicken three ways. So they had the main chicken, which was in a carrot and uh, their lovage and almond milk. So they had that. And they have an, another thing that they made a chicken salad, which was with like the light the, mayonnaise and some herbs. And the I mean, weird, it really was and like the weird parts of the chicken. Like, so they tried to use chicken. the whole chicken. Yeah. So they have the little, you know, the breast in the middle, the chicken salad with all those. So then they had a broth, a bone broth. It's like made so with other stuff. rich. And normally and when you have a bone broth. Yeah, sometimes they serve not, these really it, weak sauce things. Well, until like this broth, we've had it. We've had it at Saison. We've had it at nice restaurants, bone broth. And it has not been good to me. A single time we've had it. Last night, like it was legit. Like it was strong. It was umami. It was just fun to drink, even though it was a million degrees outside. It was so that tangy. tells you how good it was. It was tangy. It was just. It was. It was so 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 good. That was one of my favorite. Um, one of my favorite dishes of the trip. It was really good. So good. Anything else you want to say about mass? No. So that's a cool place. That's a cool part of Copenhagen that most people don't go to. So you basically, you, Noma's kind of like off on its own um, too. And then you go basically a 10 minute walk from there. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really popular in the summer because it's kind of on this peninsula. Everyone's swimming. People are hanging out. Uh, what's cool about a mass too is they have this uh, outdoor fire pit. I guess in the winter they light up and people hang out there after their meals, but in the summer like you don't need that as by their garden. It's a really tranquil, beautiful part of Copenhagen. So definitely recommend to check that out. What else do you want to say about Copenhagen? Copenhagen's great and lovely, and you all should come visit. It's a great yeah. place to visit. It's not 
I think we mentioned this on another pod, but it's you know it's touristy, but it's not as touristy as it's not touristy though. The it's big like you know they, they there are tourists tour- here. Yeah, they have tourists like Atlanta has tourists. Like yeah. there's not that much tourism happening. Like it's a small city. There's six hundred thousand people. There's more people in Charlotte than there is here. It's a really and just wonderful just, like, place. World class, world class food. It's very clean. The people are very nice. People are amazing. Like so much stuff it's to very see. Very expensive. Like yeah. Jason said, the money's gone. Yeah. Next time we might stay somewhere a little cheaper for a month. Yeah, but it, so. it, but they're so like everyone is so nice. It's so walkable, bikeable. Like it's a great city to come visit. Just a beautiful. And I place. highly recommend that everyone come. All right. Visit Copenhagen. Let's let's bust out some Charlotte. All right, news. you ready for some Charlotte? I'm news? ready for some Charlotte news. Quite a bit. Oh well. Uptown Reads opened on the twenty sixth. Yeah. So that's open, and so that's walkable to us back at home. Yeah. So, and they're the only location doing breakfast sandwiches. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, LaBelle Helene, they're supposed to open the 21st, the 31st, but I think they're doing a soft opening. So that's I've seen tomorrow. some people uh, posting that they yeah. are. It's like Jenny's has a soft opening. Yeah, that they're there already and it's supposed to be God, really beautiful. We've heard enough about Jenny's already, okay? Oh my God, Jenny's is that. coming. Um, the, Ivan says, if you've only been in Copenhagen, you have not seen Denmark. That's we, true. Yeah, very true. We went to Helsingør. Yeah, I mean, De- uh, yeah, I mean, Denmark. But is, yeah, Denmark. We we so really made so much cool stuff, and like the, the main surface. part. So Copenhagen is kind of on this little, it's not an island, but I mean, yes, it is an island, island. Um, off to the side. And most, you know, the mainland of Denmark is to the west here. And there's so much cool stuff to see there too. Next time, we really want to go explore the countryside more. Yeah, I also went to Dragor, yeah. Ivan. Dragor. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Yeah. I'm still working on my O's. All right. Um, Jack Beagles is opening a second location um, off of Moorhead. Great. For all you know to people. Yeah. Um, Pizzeria Sapienza. Allora. Is This is the place that you were talking about. This is the place that's next to oh. Queen City Grounds. Yeah, then I, bro- I broke this news. He broke this way before the agenda. This was... Ackerman News. Ackerman News. So this is, yeah, in the Sky House building, but it's in the other building because Queen City Grounds is in building one. This is in the bottom of building two of the Sky House. Um, so opening tomorrow. Yeah. So that's exciting. So we'll be going home to a new pizza place. It's New York style pizza, which I think is great because, Thin you crust. know, there's a lot of Neapolitan style pizza happening in Charlotte right now. Yeah. Like I'm ready for some Sicilian pizza, some thick crust. And I'm ready for some New York pizza. You know so. what type of pizza they didn't have in Sicily? Sicilian pizza. Yeah, not in our area. It's it more Palermo. I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, and then we posted this on Facebook, but Hello Sailor um, was named by Eater as one of the best new restaurants for 2018 in the whole country. Yeah, so check out our review we wrote up Hello Sailor a couple months ago. I just posted it on Facebook. All right. So what was the best thing you ate? And we'll let you pick. Okay, we'll let you pick one thing in Italy because you didn't want to do one thing. You can pick one thing from Italy and then one thing from Copenhagen over these last two weeks. Wow. Okay. Okay. The pasta from La Giostra. Okay. The pear and gorgonzola pasta. That That was my favorite thing I ate in Italy. Okay. Okay. Best thing I've eaten this week. Gosh, we've eaten a lot of good stuff again. 
Um, oh man. I'm going to go with, cause we just had it. So maybe that's why, but I finally had a gasoline grill burger, which oh, yeah. is, um, a, a guy from Copenhagen opened this up, but he went to go to the States and he, he tried went to it. Montana. So he, he moved to Montana for a little bit and learned how to make burgers and he brought it back here. He wanted to bring back American style burgers to Copenhagen. And these burgers are. And so true. they put so much love into the burgers. I yeah. mean, they make each one by hand, not frozen, not frozen, fresh meat on the grill. They salt and pepper each patty. Um, it's cooked to perfection. The buns are all toasty and they have one called a butter burger. So when the burger comes off the griddle, they hit it with some more salt and pepper and then they put a big ass slab of butter on it and it melts into the burger and then some pickles and some onions. And then they have really good crinkle fries, which might be the best kind of fries. Um, and then they'll no, add, curly fries. Uh, they'll add to that, um, truffle salt or vinegar salt or yeah. But anyway, this burger is legit. vinegar salt. Is my so we favorite. walked Jason by it the first salt. day and we're like, it literally says ghastly grill world famous burgers. And when I see that, I'm like, okay. It doesn't look like somewhere you'd want to go. No. Because it looks like an American place in Copenhagen, which makes you think it's for tourists and it's not any good. Yeah. No, this is legit. It is so freaking good. Phil went there. We ate it tonight and I was really hungry. Um, And oh my gosh. It was the the best best burger of my life. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. What about you? Okay. What are your two things? So in Italy, it was the Almond Gradita Mm -hmm. from Cafe Sicilia. That was... So good. And you know what I loved about it? You would walk in there, you'd be so hot. So And hot. you'd eat it, and you, it would cool you off. It made you feel so good. I loved it. It um, was exceptional. All right. Here, I'm going to go with, I don't know, the thing I keep going back to is a licorice popsicle from Sanchez. It was just, it, it was so cool because it, it kind of took the Mexican paleta and then mixed it with the Nordic licorice. And I loved it. It was so good. It's nicknamed the Scarface because it's black and white. It was really, really good. If you yeah. like licorice, you got to come here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, for our new people that are watching here, why don't you go to iTunes? Give us a five-star rating on iTunes if you're listening to this on um, Facebook. Yeah. Or if you're listening to this on a podcast. And, yeah. uh, why don't you tell a friend about the podcast? Yeah, tell a friend. It's free. You know? Yeah. All we're doing this. this we're doing this for free. All this is free. Yeah. Um, and tell a friend. Thanks for listening. Thanks no, for watching. Um, we've got we're about to start doing a monthly newsletter. Yeah. It's gonna highlight, you. you know, our we post once a week, we do a podcast once a week. Um, we do a bunch of Instagrams. So why don't you go to our website? www.scottingpancake.com and sign up for the newsletter and you can get the newsletter we're only going to send it once a month and it's just going to highlight what we have um, in case you missed it it's also going to have an item of the month from our merch store so if you want some fancy looking Scotty Pancake merch treat yourself and this week on the blog we have a really great blog post written by this guy right here on Grown which is the best restaurant in Finland um, next week look for Osteria Francescana coming at you yeah so, so we've got some good stuff lots of great things and up. Ivan we are going to go to the rest of Denmark yeah. let us know where you should go yeah tell us in the comments for sure and everyone have a great week and we will be back in America what tomorrow not America boo bye oh, uh, bye <laughs>